Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Studio D, an insider's view of diabetes news and information beyond the headlines. Here's your host, Mr. Diva Bettis. Hello, divas and dudes. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Studio D. I'm your host, Mr. Divabetic, and joining me today is Jennifer Fuse, the Consumer Marketing Manager for Lindsay Olives. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. You know, I'm a huge fanatic for Olives, and I also love Lindsay Wagner, so you've already hit a home run with me and my divas. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to get a little bit, we'll talk about the basics and maybe even go a little bionic with Olives in general. Um, but, you know, I, I eat them all the time, and I had no idea until I was getting ready for this interview that olives are considered a fruit. Olives are a fruit. They grow in a tree, um, and they have a pit inside, and not a lot of people know that. Kind of those and, fun facts. And a lot of people just don't even understand the process that it takes an olive from that tree to get to a store shelf. So can you kind of explain that journey for us? Sure, Absolutely. Olives are, and I'll talk specifically right now about a black ripe olive, but um, black ripe olives are actually picked off of the tree green before they're fully ripe because the more ripe an olive is, the softer it is, and we want that olive to be firm for processing. So they're picked green, and they go to our processing where um, they're cured for seven days, and they're cured in a, a, a series of live baths because another interesting tidbit is that Olives are very bitter. If you were to go pick an olive off of the tree and bite into it, you'll only do it once, I promise, because it is extremely bitter. So it goes through a, a processing that debitterizes it and, and makes them edible and gives them the, the flavor that you know of when you open up a, a can of black ripe or green ripe olives. And so, can we do that process with some people? Because there's a lot of people that like to debitter once in a while. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that one. <laughs> But um, but once it goes through the, the, the curing process, they um, are then processed and, and, and brine is added, and then they're, um, they go through a cook process and, in the can, and then it makes it to the store shelves. And when you buy Lindsay olives, that's uh, kind of in a nutshell the process that, that has, the olives have gone through. Or an olive leaf, for that matter. Now, are they grown, Lindsay olives grown in California? They are grown in California. And they what part of California? Are. Um, we're up in the northern parts of California, up near Redding. So I'm not. Our our plant is in Corning, California. So there's lots of olive groves. Very very beautiful. Very picturesque. All right. So now just explain a little bit of the curing process to me, because I understand that there are. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about black olives first, but there's actually two curing process that an olive could go through. Correct. So. Yes. You, there, there are. There's there's actually, you know, and, and again, you know, when you talk about, you know, the various olive varieties, there's hundreds and hundreds of, of olive varieties. Um, uh, you know, one type of olive, and I'll, and I'll give an example here, is a manzanilla olive. So that's one variety. But you can cure it two different ways, and it will have two different flavors. So you can cure it the way that I just spoke about with the seven-day curing process, and you get your black ripe olives. Or... It could be, as they do in Spain, the same type of a manzanilla olive is just cured differently where it goes through a, a quick lie 
um, to, to help with the debitterizing process. And then it's soaked in a brine for a, a, a number of months, and that's what uh, will debitterize it and gives it the... And what, wait, what is a brine? What is brine? A brine is, is just a salt solution. Okay. So it's a salt solution that just helps cut to that pit to um, give it the, the, the kind of the rich, the bold uh, flavor that, that, you, that you're... That you're that you know when you open up a jar of green rice olives, or I'm sorry, Spanish. And can olives. we conclude from that the brine process is what makes an olive like high in sodium? Because a lot of people living with diabetes, diabetes actually have blood uh, pressure issues as well. So I do know we are going to be talking about why olives would be great for people living with diabetes, but one of the issues around them is that they are in high in sodium content. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you're looking at your Spanish green olives, the sodium is much higher than a black ripe olive, for example. And a black ripe olive uh, has much less sodium than people think about. And I think people automatically assume all olives are high in sodium. But when you're looking at a serving of black ripe olives, it actually has less sodium than a slice of bread. And, you know, so if you're looking at a, a medium-sized olive, that's about six olives. So not much but at all. And they also, olives have a lot of fat in them. You know, olives don't have a lot of fat in them. If you look at um, the type of fat that you're eating, you're, there's monounsaturated fats in olives, which are the good health fat, health-healthy fat, heart fats. So um, uh, there's only uh, just about two grams of fat to a serving of, of olives. All right, so now tell us some of the the pros to eating olives besides for the healthy fat, which we just talked about. I, I also know that it could not only help people with diabetes, but it also could help a lot of other people. So can you explain a little bit about that? Sure. Well, well, olives are just a very versatile fruit and a versatile food in general. So. I'm still getting over the fact that they're a fruit, but okay, they're a versatile <laughs> fruit. I love that. But, you know, you can, you, they're just, like I said, so versatile. You can snack on them, um, easy to add into a lunchbox for kids, to send off to daycare or to school, to throw in your backpack, uh, take it to work, et cetera. And they just add a lot of flavor and texture and color to various recipes. So you can add them to grilled fish tacos. You can add them to a meatloaf. You can add them to a pasta. I mean, they're just really, really easy, and um, they have such... Um, a good flavor that they can add so much more and take your recipe to kind of the next level. I always kind of assume they work great in Greek recipes, but what would be like one of your favorite recipes that you would include them in, Jennifer, that we could tell our listeners about? Sure. So there's actually, I have a ton of recipes that I love, um, and on our website we have many of them, but my favorite right now is our grilled fish tacos. I'm really into it. It's summer. They're light. Um, it's very easy. I take... Um, tilapia fish, you can use any type of a, a white fish that, that you like, and I mix it with some salsa verde, some coleslaw, and some sliced olives, and stick it in a corn tortilla, and you've got yourself a fabulous meal. That would be delicious. I mean, I, I tend to put them into a Greek salad. I know I'm not being very adventurous like you with tacos, so what's something uh -huh. else that might spur me to get crazy in the kitchen later today? Well, you know, crazy, you can roast them. Roasting olives is actually a fabulous recipe that not a lot of people will expect. You'll be a hit of any type of a get-together. How together. would you roast an olive? Very easily, actually. You can put any type of an olive, you know, on a, a baking sheet. You drizzle it with olive oil, okay. add some herbs to Provence, some uh, garlic cloves, and some cherry tomatoes, and just shake it to coat it and roast it um, for about 20 minutes or so, and they are wonderful. Absolutely what? wonderful. And then how do you serve them? Just serve them. How would you serve a roasted olive? I, I, you know, I, I've actually um, 
popped a brie with it and let people um, eat the, the brie with the roasted olives. And I've actually had them out with just some toothpicks. Or if you're like my family, you just get a fork and um, just dive in. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be over later tonight with that fork, yeah. actually. Sounds great. I'm not a great cook, but I'm a fan of the Food Network. And you're always uh-huh. hearing about how different olive oils have different flavors. And, stu- and you know, they're coming out with more and more new flavors. Are Are these... Um, the way they're curing olives, are they are they having that process they go through? Are they adding any new flavors to them at Lindsay? Is there anything new coming out with olives as far as taste in the future? Absolutely. We actually have a brand-new product right now on the shelves. It's um, part of our Reclosables line, which is a pop-top resealable container, which makes it easy to store. But we have an Italian flavored, um, which is a black ripe olive, but it's got the flavor of um, – oregano rosemary it's 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 really good because it kind of just kicks up your recipes or kicks up a snack for you but then we also have some of our spanish olives that are stuffed with uh, almonds and onions and garlic oh my god those sound delicious now uh tell everyone about your website and where we could purchase Lindsay olives Lindsay olives were available nationwide um and all of the costco sam's clubs walmart um just check your local grocery store and our website is lindsayolives.com and we're also you can follow us on Twitter at lindsayolives is our um handle and follow us on Facebook. Well, divas and dudes, we're out of time, but I want to remind you that Studio D is available on demand anytime. I'd like to thank my guest Jennifer Fuse, consumer marketing manager for Lindsay Olives. Please visit our blog, visit our Facebook group and fan pages, and log on to our website at divabetic.org. Remember, every diva, every dude has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. On behalf of Divabetic's Diva Talk Radio, let's stay happy and get healthy together. Diva Talk Radio Studio D is produced by the national nonprofit Divabetic, providing wellness for the world for people living with and affected by diabetes. Diva Vedic and more this month on Diva Talk Radio. Yeah.